everyone, and welcome to Light on Method podcast. I am your host, Kathy Lighton, and this podcast format will cover a vast variety of subjects. Everything from the universal laws, sacred geometry, states of flow, manifestation, and a vast variety of archetypes. This episode is quantum manifestation, and my special guest for this episode is Shanaz Sony. Welcome, Shanaz, and thank you for joining me in this episode. Thank you, Kathy, for the opportunity, and I'm very excited about manifesting with you while we talk about quantum manifestation. Well, you know we will be manifesting while we're talking about it, right? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of people miss the the point. You know, I I talked about, and in just a second, I'm going to really let you give a good description of what quantum manifestation is. But, you know, I was talking um, in the last episode, The Victim, about how people who have found who find themselves in this situation of constant bad luck, they have to start with thought. They have to start changing their thoughts. Would you agree about that? Yes. And the thing is, all of us have been victim at one point in our life Mm -hmm. and the victim can come back anytime because, uh, you know, depending on how deep your trauma is. So, yes, so the very fact is that uh, all of us are victims, pretty much, in in one capacity or the other. So we just have to learn how to navigate with that aspect of ourselves. Right, right. But, you know, I think in order to manifest any change, since our subject is is manifestation in this episode, I I believe thought. You You have to give credence and power to the thoughts that you put out into the world. That's the seed of your manifestation. Would you agree? 100% agree. Yep. 100%. So that's the perfect segue for you and to explain to us what is quantum manifest manifestation. I think people have a grasp of what manifestation is, but what's quantum? Yes, I'll definitely go into quantum and then manifestation and then what the quantum manifestation is. And uh, I just wanted to introduce my name, myself again, it's Shanaf Sony. Okay. And I have known Kathy for... Uh, pretty much the whole time I've been in Huntsville, so I'm very excited that we are doing this uh, together again. And uh, so, the, so we live in a quantum world, and the irony is that we learned about this quantum physics, mechanics, all of that more than 100 years ago through mm-hmm. all these different scientists and so forth. And the irony is that we don't teach that quantum physics in the school. We still uh, focus on the classical physics. So that kind of is a challenge that we, we are in this world that, we have some concepts that can really help humanity and it should be part of the school because it was proven by science. However, it hasn't been. And we, you know, the whole, everything that happens in existence that sometimes we call magic kind of can be explained through quantumness of the nature of the world. So we only call it magic because we don't clearly understand how truly our thought, mm-hmm. as you said earlier, right? Our thought, which is the seed and right. we're creating a physical world atom by atom. So it's a, like this whole dense physical world that we create as a human species with our thought is an incredible gift that we have, which is why like so many other species look at us in awe that right. we have this capacity and capability, right? That not a lot, I mean, not any other species has to that extent. And I think that is the very important point. So quantum actually is the latent word for amount. And in modern understanding, it means the smallest possible discrete unit of any physical property, right? So like, for example, an energy or matter. And I kind of use 
little bit energy and matter interchangeably at times because of the Einstein, you know, theory of relativity, E equals mm-hmm. MC square, right? Which kind of touches on that. So everything in our existence basically narrows down based on that discrete understanding is bits, zero, and one. So if you really, you know, Matrix movies, right? Right. The reason Matrix movies are so incredibly famous is because, yeah. you know, it explains the underhanded concept that we all need to understand for our existence and for our manifestation. And if you really look at the screen, when the Matrix movie starts, right, with the green and the bit zero and one floating in vertical direction, that is what it all boils down to is, zero and one, which is the binary world, because we do live in a binary world. And that's why every single thing that comes into formation in any kind of video game or, or even in our real life, that is the fundamental is this zero and one. Right. So that, so that is the quantum, right? So if you think of quantum, you have to think about that state that's between that zero and one, right? Because zero means nothing and one means everything. But right. Everything comes from, from the one, right? Everything comes from the one. Right. So one and zero are kind of inclusive is just how it shows up, right? So it's like you have all your manifestations stored in your aura, but when it becomes a manifesting, then it it is physical, right? It stands. You can right. see it, you can see it, right? Right. So it's kind of, it's the dance, which is the quantumness about it. And um, the interesting thing about this is that we are, in our lives, you know, we have to be very conscious about, like you say, right? what choices you make because that zero and one or what you convert from, you know, from your uh, thought to manifestation is very dependent on your choices that you make in your, uh, in your life. And, you know, the uh, word that comes in my mind, is the Zug Zwang. It's the chess. Uh, it's the word that's used in chess. And the whole concept is that you are in a place where you are not able to make any choice. And when you are in that place, when you're not making any choice, you're still making a choice. Right. No choice is a choice, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's kind of, right. Now you mentioned, uh, you just mentioned too, that science has kind of, um, that because of science and, and the facts that quantum physics and, or quantum manifestation, these kind of things aren't taught typically in our school systems. Um, But I would like to take a moment just to point out here a little bit of your background. Um, Shanaz was born and raised an Orthodox Muslim from Pakistan. Uh, She became her high school valedictorian and continued her path to be an engineer. Shanaz was married off to a stranger after a one-hour interview, which blows me away, by the way. (laughs) And then you came to the United States. Uh, You speak five languages, correct? So I would take a credit for four full language. The fifth one is Arabic, which I can read, write, and speak, but not fluently. Okay. But, uh, but technically, I mean, I can easily learn it if I have to. Right. <laughs> well, that's quite yeah. an accomplishment. Um, Shanaz is an accomplished aerospace engineer. Um, so you have the science background. You you have this facts. You have the facts behind your background, but yet you you choose to also balance yourself out with the spiritual side of things, you're a spiritual alchemist, an energy healer, a transformational coach. So I find this duality to you very intriguing. Um, you're an aerospace engineer. Uh, you've worked for Boeing and NASA. Uh, your recent work at NASA involves developing a human landing system that will carry the first woman and the next man to the south side of the moon by 2025. Big deal. That's a big deal. Um, as a spiritual 
spiritual alchemist. Uh, you have extensive learning and ancient knowledge hidden in the flower of life and Kabbalic principles. I know a little bit about this, and, and I've worked with the flower of life. Kabbalic principles mean a lot to me, and every time I work with them, I manifest every single time. Uh, Shanaz is is certified as a life life activation practitioner under King Solomon lineage as an energy healer. I'm a Reiki master, so we have a lot in common here. I just don't have the big NASA brain. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure your brain is bigger than one can imagine. Look at what you've accomplished. It's incredible. (laughs) It's it's fun to have smart friends. It it makes me feel better when I have these really accomplished smart friends because I'm in good company. Um, (laughs) I want to read your message. Your ultimate message is, as we undertake the daunting task of transformation, The changes we embark on will become habitual, automatic, and effortless. The process is like a rocket leaving the earth. At first, it requires enormous power, and then less and less as it leaves earth's gravitational field. And finally, it moves through space under its momentum. That's very nice. (laughs) So as we talk about this, you know, there's people out there. I know a lot, you know, I have a lot of smart friends, and I know a lot of people that strictly want the science you know i go with science i listen to science and that's fine Um, but there's another side of things there's a side of things that you also need to give credence to things that you don't understand and and science is one of those things it changes from time to time too doesn't it i mean doesn't science change as we progress as things change right so basically science kind of catches up to a lot of things that intuitively or spiritually you already believe in it right it's, it's so to me science is always a little bit lagging yeah. with the wisdom that we truly have it stored within our dna or within our akashic record right i just i do find it, it you know um i find it very intriguing with you that you have the mind of a scientist but you also have the mind of a very spiritual mystic as well <laughs> so what would you say? I mean, I, I'm much more the mystic. I don't really, I, I, I appreciate science. You know, I appreciate what it's given us and, and all it does. However, I'm much more into the mystic side of things. So for you, I know you started with the engineering, you know, but what made you get into this mystic side of things? So the interesting thing is that like, so I was converging both science and spirituality from the beginning. Like when I was growing up, I had this habit of swinging in my swing, you know, we were living on a third floor, but we still had a swing in our balcony and I would swing and I would think about black holes all the time. Like it was, it was almost like a little bit of a, like a, like a addiction to the black holes. And then anybody who would come from other places or other countries, the first question I would say is, tell me what your understanding of black hole is. And it almost became a joke because they were like, my God, I mean, this girl is in the wrong place because I wanted to learn so much and I wasn't even supposed to go to school. So that was kind of an extreme uh, environment I was born in. So the, the thing about, if you think about it, black hole actually is the uh, reason that we all exist. I mean, that is one of the, sure. the uh, theories. So it's kind of an interesting thing that how that got stuck in my head. So I think I would say that if you think about the curiosity aspect of my upbringing, it was very spiritual and it was very intuitive, right? Because I'm listening to myself, even though I'm not being taught. Right. However, I'm talking about science. So I'm kind of integrating the two aspects of our 
you know, humanness, which is that, you know, right and left hemisphere in a way that I did not even know that because I wasn't like, nobody had asked me to be hung up on black hole, right? Nobody had. It was right. completely my choice. Not where, only that I was discouraged. <laughs> so where did the, the black hole concept for you come from? I mean, I know we all know about it. We've heard about it, but you, you weren't, were you in school that you heard about this or? No, I think that the thing was that for me, I was always curious about, right. like I would look up in the sky, right? And I would just always wonder about the universe. And then when, whenever I had, I think my dad had a book or something. Okay. So whenever you look at the universe, the black hole is the one thing that everybody says, I don't understand. I don't understand. Right. So I'm like, what the hell, man? I have to understand. <laughs> <laughs> so so I think it's a little bit of a, yeah. That's interesting. Well, and look at you, look how far you've come. So you really have manifested. I mean, if you look back at where you've come from and where you are and being a woman in this world from where you're from, you've manifested quite a deal, quite a big deal, right? Yes, yes. I definitely feel like that that is an incredible. And and when I talk about manifestation, like I say something like, like English, right? Speaking English to me was one of my biggest dreams growing up because I was every single time, you know, we pray as a devout Muslim five times a day and I would in every single prayer, I would just imagine myself speaking English. I wow. would. And it was something that I did for 21 years before I got the opportunity to truly learn the language mm-hmm. because of my marriage, right? But I never gave up. Like, even though I had no idea how it's going to pan out because I was surrounded by people that did not speak English. My family did not even go to school beyond certain grades. I was highly educated in my family. So I was already against so many odds. And then I was adding another variable in my equation by saying that I want to speak English one day. Yeah. And you did it along with, <laughs> along with the others too. So, you know, I want, I've, I've done a podcast on manifestation and, and there's a lot of people out there and they, they want a change in their lives. But uh, here's the thing I have found in talking to some people, they want a change in their life, but they're not exactly sure what they really want. Have you found that also? I mean, there's been people I've talked to and I'm like, what's your purpose? You know, what what is it that you want to do in this life? And most people have been so caught up in the madness of this world that they haven't really even given that thought. And I think that's where the problem lies. Yeah, which kind of is a little harder for people, you know, for someone like like, uh, for example, I can relate to you as well, is that, you know, like you have this burning desire. Like I had a burning desire that I wanted to speak English one day. I didn't have any confusion about that, right? right. You're talking about you're talking about people, and I actually ran into uh, somebody who's a brilliant yoga instructor uh, at my uh, yoga place who had the exact same thing going on, and she's right at the cusp of, you know, where you're past 40, that age, yeah. where you start. Like you start questioning life, but you're not sure what you truly want. And even though you're not desperately unhappy, but you're not extremely excited either. Right. So she and so I actually that's when I actually use all my you know uh, I love having a one on one session with people like that because I just enjoy probing and figuring it out because everybody's you know um, a concept or understanding of what truly they would want is going to be unique to their own story, their beliefs, their life, their you know, where they are at this point and so forth, right? So it's a very unique, unique thing. But there is a one question that we can always ask these people, right? Which will help them really go and probe into their head. And one of the questions I ask is that, what is the one thing that makes you want to get up from the bed? 
Right. So yeah. I think, what is that? What is that drive? Because there's there's something because we can then go further down, right, in the rabbit hole, and figure out what ticks, what makes right. you tick. Yeah, I think the problem that people have with it is sometimes the thing they joy, enjoy the most, they feel it's not significant enough. Like for me, um, go back, you know, uh, forever ago to, to being a very young woman, I loved yoga. I loved it. Loved it. But I never thought it could provide for me, right? It was something I like to do, but it was something that most people didn't make much money with. You know, it was um, it was some there was a lot of other women and men doing it, ones that were much better at it than I, you know. And but for me, it came down to I knew I wanted to do this. I believed I could do this. I set things in motion to accomplish this. I stayed dedicated to it. I stayed positive about it. And it happened. And, and, And it happened better than I expected it to. Right. So there's, and yoga, I mean, those of you who don't understand the yoga world, it is extremely hard to be truly monetarily and financially successful in this business. Um, It's anything in the physical fitness business is flippid. You know, people are real dedicated for a month and then you never see them again. (laughs) Um, You know, it's just one of those fields and it's a luxury for some people. Like they'll pay you to teach them yoga for a month or two and then they they decided they don't want it anymore. So you just have to be really dedicated and positive the whole time. But I think that applies to anything you want to manifest, you know, we're going to have setbacks in goals, but but the thing that determines success or failure is whether you get up from that setback and continue with your journey or you end your journey right there and you go back. And then you you know, then you're you're stuck in that that place where you're not progressing. Do you agree? I mean, am I on the no. right track with what you're what you're thinking as well? No, hundred percent because because one of the things is that if you truly know why you want something, to go back to that why, right? So right. like that helps you refresh your memory because if your why is not strong, then what is not going to happen, right? The why right. and what are connected, right? And right. and that is kind of connected by your intention. So that is why it's kind of very important. Like in your case, like it was very much like there was just no question in your uh, any stage of your existence that you wanted to do that because yoga was your passion and you wanted to turn your passion into prosperity. That's right. where you were at. Right. And I mean, I've seen you, I mean, you know how you started with one small garage paying only $300. Right. Like rent, right. And going from there to like 10 times more. Right. And then you went to Lighthouse. I was like uh, in downtown, I mean, one of the most incredible places to do it. However, you know, you because you were also a risk taker and that's, that's the other thing, right? Yeah. You have to be willing to let go of where you are, right? And that kind of so, so I'm just bringing back everybody the understanding of why we use the word quantum is that, you know, bringing you back to, you have to let go of that zero to become one, right? Right. There's no other way. Right. And that is the yeah. point, right? You need to take the risk. And that is the, that is where it all is. Yeah. It's, it's the risk. If you want to change, you can't stay in the same place. No, yeah. then you're not going to right? <laughs> but I think that's scary for a lot of people. It, I, you know, I mean, for me, I was at a place to where I was, I was just tired of feeling like I hadn't really accomplished anything for myself, you know, raising kids, 
Mary, you know, being the good wife and, and, you know, all that sort of thing, but nothing really for me. And I, you know, and part of it was I had something to prove, you know, I could do this, I could do this and succeed, you know, but when it came right down to it, to the seed of it was, I believed I could do it. It was something, and I believe if you really believe you can do something, you can, you can. Um, your thoughts, I mean, people just don't understand. If you go through your day, if you wake up in the morning and you hate going to work and you get up in a bad mood and you're grumbly and you leave your house and you get to work and you're not a very great person to be around or you don't even like yourself, basically, <laughs> you know, um, and, and you just wish that your life would change. How is that going to happen with that attitude or with those thoughts? It's not. Exactly. And that is why that is why it becomes very, very important, right? That is the one key step in quantum manifestation is that, you know, kind of breaking the pattern, right? Right. You have to break the pattern and it's a very simple, there are, and you know, people who are really scared of changes, one of the thing is that they don't have to go from one extreme to other. Nobody's asking you to go from first grade to 11th grade without any intermediate education, right? right. You have to take a step-by-step approach like you did, right? I mean, even though you were taking the risks, but you were taking the risks that you were comfortable within your own bound because sure. you knew you had to live with those risks. Right. And, and and that's the key. That's the key. That's how do you right. do that? And there are experts like, you know, like people who are coaches like you, me. There are many people who can help you along the way. You don't have to do it by yourself. No, no. And and I think, you know, when you're ready, the teacher will appear sort of thing. <laughs> you know, I think yeah, the definitely. universe hand the universe hands us um, little gifts all the time. But if we're in a negative space, we're less likely to see them, you know. Um, yeah, we're going to we're, we're going to we're going to they're going to go right by our our vision, both both physical and and emotional and spiritual. They're going to get ignored because we're not at the frequency to recognize it. Um, so I would say for a lot of people, you know, it's the new year's coming up, you know, for a lot of people, this is a marker, an end of one year and going into a new phase, you know, new calendar year. It's a great place to um, set some intentions. And, and if you're looking to manifest something, um, you could start on a quantum level, right? Like, explain, exactly. explain exactly, like, for me, manifest it, for me on the quantum level for manifestation, it would start with my single thought. Yeah, your thought is definitely the seed you have to plant, right? And then your intention, right, is what kind of encapsulates that seed that you have planted. So quantum manifestation basically is your state in between a bridge that links you to a new reality, right? So right. a new version of you. So that's what basically quantum manifestation is, is the whole process that you are able to go mm-hmm. uh, understanding the quantumness of the nature of the world you live in, right? Understanding right. that how we form into this material existence, even ourselves, like everything is at the atomic level, I mean, that's how physically we can express it. But before all of that, it was still part of the, uh, you know, part of the field, part of the electromagnetic field that we have around us. Right. I mean, it's kind of, uh, I, I'm using electromagnetic field, but, you know, the field that we have around us, we basically, uh, you, you can call it unified field that we haven't been able to 
exactly explain what it contains, right? Because people have explained the electromagnetic field scientifically, electric field and gravitational field, but they haven't really come to the theory which explains how all of these fields interface with each other. But there is one thing for sure, is that everything exists all here, and then the only time we get to see them is when it collapses into that physical form, right? Into matter. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's so interesting, really. I mean, we, we, we're so much more powerful than we realize. Oh, that is, the, that, is the, <laughs> that is the irony of everything because, you know, that's what, I mean, you know, as a scientist, I've worked on all these and I've always worked on projects that was completely unique in the whole world, right? My first one was the satellite phone, for example, you know, in Marsat, it was a phone that would work underground and it was just very expensive, $500 phone. But the point is, and then space station. So all of these incredible craft that nobody's worked on, I worked on, and I'm realizing more and more as I work on these things that the the, the craft that we are, because I call us ourselves a human craft, and um, that actually is more magnificent than anything I've worked on in my entire life. We are a universe. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we are a universe. I mean, we have cells within us that are a universe within themselves. I mean, the more I study us and, and our brains and 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 brains within the body like the gut brain and so many others you know that we are extremely complex it's yes and i have to say this john wheeler quote because when you just said that because i had it it's like we are part of a universe so john wheeler was a scientist who worked very closely with albert einstein and princeton university and he uh, he became a little bit my favorite because of way he explains the reality but i have to uh, read this quote he says we are part of a universe that is a work in progress we're tiny patches of the universe looking at itself and the building of itself we live in a participatory world yeah it's it's craziness and it and it and it to me as much as all that is science it's magical Right. And and I think that's fine because magical to me is a good word because it just uh, enhances our imagination. Yeah. It, and for me, it, it makes it it makes it more fun. You know, when I think about manifesting, to me, it, it becomes this very um, rich game that, that between me and the universe. So like today, I, 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 I set myself a new intention i created a new wheel i started a new kabbalah tree i you know i did the tree of life i i still I, I have a new goal there's something i'm manifesting so when i sit down to do this and to do this work i'm excited you know <laughs> I, i'm truly excited because i know me putting myself in this frame of mind to co-create with the universe is magical and it, it it opens my eyes to seeing the seeing it coming into fruition. Whereas if I didn't set this intention and I didn't plant this seed, and I you know these these things that I do to manifest that you do to manifest, I would just be going through the day saying, "Well, I wish things were different," you know, or I would really like to do that. But I'm putting my mind in a place and my spirit and my soul in a place to where I'm telling the universe, this is what I want. This is why I want it. This is my intention for it. I want to vibrate at this level. I want to receive this blessing. It's a beautiful, magical thing. Manifesting is awesome. 
Right. And the thing is that, so you have already command uh, how, man, you know, manifesting works for your life. And, you know, I mean, you're pretty much a walking example. And then you have created a little bit of a model for yourself that you apply on your daily practice, right? Because, because you know, there's while we're in this form, we are going to keep wanting to manifest because we are here for a reason. And we also have a role to play to to evolve together sure. with other people, other, others, right? Right. So, yeah, it's a very beautiful dance. It is. And we all have our, our, um, our part to play, right? I think we have a responsibility sort of to really um, manifest, you know, to live our best lives. It, we need to. We, you know, we need to, we need to go out and try to improve ourselves and improve our situations. You know, that's what we're put here to do. I think Earth is, is sort of like a school, it's definitely of, it's a school for yeah, us. You know, one thing I want to point out because I was very intrigued by that when I was, uh, you know, I was raised as a Muslim girl, and Islam is a very good religion. Like all, just like all the religion teaches a lot of goodness. And one of the thing it really emphasizes on is evolution. It actually says that if you have a son and a daughter, and if you only have money for one uh, child's education, then you make sure you teach your daughter because your daughter will go everywhere because, you know, she's going to be a mother. So right. she needs to really understand the world very well. But the, the emphasis was always on evolution, which pretty much means that wherever you are, you're going to have to have another level to go. I mean, that's just the fact of life. If you don't do that, then you kind of die in, in your own way, right? So you have to keep on manifesting. That's what we're here for to do. There right. isn't any end to it. And it's fine. And, you know, I wanted to point out it's 333 right now where you are. And right. today's 1221. So we are basically having that conversions 333. We're having a great <laughs> moment, aren't we? <laughs> we're we're exactly. planting those seeds, aren't we? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, you can... Um, People, you know, listening, and, and I'm sure there's people that have tried, you know, or, or or that have manifested exactly what they want. A lot of people manifest things and don't even realize what they're doing. You know, it's just, that's just life for them, you know. But I, I would like to point out, too, that manifesting, we, we manifest our reality, whether that is positive or whether it's negative. You know, generally we associate manifestation with, with the positive, with the things we want in our life. But I think there's a responsibility to understand that you also set a course for yourself in manifesting negative things. And that's why I think it's so important to be mindful of how you carry yourself and the thoughts you think and the things you do and, and, and the person you, per, you, you put out to the world. Because it's not just a manifestation of all these blessings in this wonderful world, you know. It's if something's off kilter in your life and you keep bringing negativity, negativity keeps happening to you. You're bringing that into your world somehow. Would you agree with yeah. that? Hundred percent. And and the thing is that so you're going to keep experiencing life because you're here to experience, right? And I think uh, to me, like I use the word manifestation and experience interchangeably, partly because. Uh, yeah, just like you said it, right? So you can use whatever word you use. It doesn't really matter, right? right. You are experiencing uh, good and bad, whatever comes to you. And if you're noticing that you are constantly in this situation where you're always dealing with a whole bunch of shit or whatever, yeah. there is a problem going on, right? That's when you really got to, and that's why you need to put yourself in a state of quantumness so you can get in touch with yourself through meditation. Right. 
So what, whatever method works for you, right? But when you do that introspective thing, like you are saying, right, that today you took aside some time and you are start, you're casting a wheel. So you've created a process for yourself, which is perfect. And people can create the process for themselves, whatever works for them, right? They can right. ask other people or they can learn or create their own. But the whole idea is that, yeah, you want to make sure that you are consciously experiencing, which is pretty much equal to manifestation. Right. Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, I, I, a lot of people you, where you just said spend time with yourself, you know, like set your set, make yourself a priority. I think that's something that a lot of people, it's just the, it's the basic first step. It's the quantum step, right? It's the basic first step to look, go within and, and figure it out and then set the process in motion. It's just, I think in the world today, it's just so crazy and hectic and, you know, with everything we're dealing with, you know, in the world with pandemics and everything else, it's, we, if we can take our head out of that game for a second and focus on ourselves and how we can make our lives better, if everyone did that, could you imagine the impact Oh my God. I mean, we will not be living in a world that is full of chaos and competition and uh, kind of headed in a direction where a lot of people are not truly happy inside. They're not. Yeah. I mean, it would. And to me, it seems like it almost seems like the world is under a little bit of a spell. Oh, 100%. But we are also also enabling that spell by. Uh, like because you know we all know that there's addiction of all sorts around us, right? Like right. addicted to your phone. We all are. I'm too. Uh, you're addicted to Facebook, Instagram. You're addicted to uh, habits that you have every morning that you have to have a coffee or whatever. Yeah. And it's okay. I, I, I got my coffee. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's, so yeah. I mean, so if you think about it, there is that self-imposing addiction going on. And being a human, you know what? It's okay. Like it's fine. You don't have to never let go of all your addiction because that's what makes it exciting. But at the same time, I think that there's a one problem that I'm seeing, and I don't know if you have ever seen the movie Wally. It's a very good children movie, but children movies have always much more deeper messages. They do, right? yeah, for sure. I saw <laughs> that first when I saw that movie when it first came out a long time ago. The first version of it. And you know, I've been using that example on my boys because raising boys, you know, I always say I don't want any of you to become Wally, and then they laugh because you know it was it was their favorite movie at least at one point in the time. So my whole thing is right now that what you just said about people being so busy, right. that is a, that is Wally going on. And what I'm saying is that if these people are going to stay in like that, then there isn't any difference between them and a machine, technically, because they're an autopilot. No, it's true. It's true. I saw um, or I listened to an audio. I, I watch and listen to so many movies or not movies, but documentaries and, you know, all those things. I lose track. But this this gentleman said that people think they're free in this world or in this country. You know, if we, if we live in a, in a free democracy, people think we're free. We are not free. Oh, no. <laughs> we are like uh, free-range chickens on a pretty long leash. <laughs> you know? Oh, well, yes, you're right. It's like a, it's a perception, right? The whole yeah, freedom that- it's a total perception. I mean, free used to be the hunters and the gatherers. You know, they went out in the day. They they gathered, they hunted, they gathered their food. They were they depended on no one. They were sovereign. That would they, their life was theirs, right? It's, that's yeah. not that's not the case anymore. You know, our hunting and gathering is going to Publix, you know, and 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 we're on a treadmill, and it's so predictable, 
and and we get so caught up in it and our responsibilities to it that the human essence is is gone you know and but it's so simple to get back it's spending time with yourself and exactly. and stepping off the treadmill for a second and and stepping away from all the responsibilities that you have for a second and here's the thing you're allowed to you are allowed to five minutes out of the day, you know, taking the right precautions to step away from being a mother for five minutes. You're mm-hmm. allowed to step away from a high pressure job. You're allowed to sit in silence and communicate with the universe for a little while. Not only are you allowed to, you should. And if you don't and you want to manifest anything, I'm telling you, you got to start by stepping off the treadmill. Exactly. Yeah. And that is where the self-love comes, right? That you have to have enough love for yourself. And the thing is that, you know, you are surrounded. All these people are looking at you as a role model, whether you're a mother, whatever uh, role you're playing. And you're affecting their lives too just by being you, right? Right. So if you can just do that, you're not just doing it for you. You're doing it for them because sure. you are the universe. Right. Nobody, all- nobody's <laughs> insignificant. No one. No one in this world is insignificant. You play a part. You put out energy, you give off vibrations, you're, you're at a certain frequency. Everything you do matters. And, and it affects everybody else around you. It does. It does. I, and I don't think people give themselves the importance that they hold. You know, it doesn't matter if it, what job you have. It doesn't matter. You matter. You matter. And I think the reason people don't is because people separate themselves from everybody around them, but they don't realize that you are the universe, right? So when right. you look in the mirror, right? And if you look at the mirror and your skin has a pimple on it and you keep on wanting to fix the mirror, uh, which pretty much most of us do because we get so distracted by the illusion that we live in, and then you're not fixing the pimple right from where you could because that would, it's a reflection that you're seeing. All the people around you is a reflection of you. So right. therefore, giving yourself a time means that you're going to help your reflection. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, a lot of times they say, you know, be careful what you choose to see in others. <laughs> it is a reflection. And that is, yeah. that is actually, it's like, you know, the, there's a seven, a scene mirror, right? So, yeah, that's, that's another. I actually did uh, write a blog on that just from my perspective because it's so much fun for me. And I also do workshop where I actually make everybody go through all these mirrors because it is so interesting because they all, uh, you know, you know, you have to, if you start guessing it, Kathy, that you are basically, you know, you're like, oh, this is a mirror number one. Oh, this is mirror number six. Oh, this is mirror number five. You right. Start you're going to have so much fun because you're going to start seeing that holy shit, Kathy. Yeah. It's, I mean, right? It's, it's it fun, is. actually. And it's, good. it's good to know all these things because it helps you navigate life better. It does. It does. And, you know, the, the manifestation or in, and, you know, correct me when you need to when it comes to the quantum level. I, I understand what you're saying. I, I get, you know, I, I understand manifestation really well. So I just wanted to really get the difference between the two. And you've done a good job describing that. But let's say there's someone and let's both give give our opinions on this one. But let's say there's someone out there and they're starting a new career. And they're like, I want to manifest so much money in my first year. You know, what what advice would you and I give them as far as getting that manifestation out there? You go ahead, Shanas. 
Okay, so repeat the question again. You said what they what is their initial goal? The very first thing you said, right? Like they they're going to start a new new job, or they're they're yeah. opening a new business. Let's just say they've got a new business, and they they want to manifest so much their first year, and this okay. is this is their goal that they're setting out. What are some mm-hmm. guidelines or advice you would give them? Right. So I think the key the key thing is that if they have a clear goal like that then they have to, of course, write down whatever that number is or the range is, right, that they're right. truly desiring. And then once they write down that, because then it becomes important that, okay, you know, because now they, they're, they can use their logical mind, right, to create a plan to get there because because you've already said this is my destination, which is like I want to make 100K a year, for example. Right. Now you want to make sure that you have to look at your current situation. And though currently I make, let's say, 60K a year. Okay, so now you want to cross this bridge from 60 to 100, right? Right. So now you have to have a plan that you can actually truly own it, believe in it, because believing is very important. Because if you think that, oh, deep down, my God, how am I going to double my salary from 50 to 100? That's impossible. Then nothing is going to ever happen, right? Right. it's, It's like your foundation has to be strong. You have to believe in it. And that's why, to me, believe and the planning can go hand in hand because it's almost like, skydiving right if you know all the ways you can protect yourself from dying then you're going to go skydive even though you know it's a little bit risky but you wanted to do it right it's like the same it's the same thing with this that they have to make sure that they have a very good plan that helps them bridge the gap from where they are mm-hmm. to where they want to go with the belief that that can hold it together. yeah because otherwise it's not going to happen right that's the same thing so that would be the first step right I believe that I, I, I give this similar, I give very similar advice. I'm first of all, I'm like, I want you to write it down clearly what you want. Yeah. You know, write it down because there's so much and people can giggle at me if you like, but there is true magic to pen to paper to script. I, I mean, to me, it's mind to heart. Everybody knows how I feel about journaling. Um, you got to write it down, write it down clearly. And I don't even want you, for me, when I'm coaching someone on this, don't even put it in, you know, put it in your notes on your computer, write it down. (laughs) There's something to that for me. I say, write it down. And then I agree with you on building the bridge. And that's where I call it co-creating. Because when you sit down and you, you make this intention, you write this intention down, to me, that's like writing a letter to the universe. Here is what I would love to manifest. Right. And what you just said about writing it down to you is very like personal. And it actually makes sense because, you know, you're putting your energy in it, right? Right. So it's like because your energy, your physical energy with your own hand, so it's not a computer, uh, you know, uh, CPU doing all the processing for you. It's your hand with the pencil which comes from a tree, hopefully, right? So there's that natural aspect and then you're putting it on a paper, which is conservatory. So there's right. that integration of art and human and creation. Right. There's a, there's a connectivity to it, you know. And then when you've got that there and, and you know what you want. And, and then I, I, would, I would advise someone, if you, if you believe in a higher power, which, you know, I, I hope you do, you pray on it. And then you start the co-creation with the universe on it. You know, it, you've got to understand these things aren't going to ha- aren't just going to magically happen because you wrote it on a piece of paper. They're going to exactly. happen. Yeah, they're going to happen because you come back to what you wrote down daily, 
and you figure out how you can co-create with the universe or with your higher power to make this come into fruition. This is a co-creation. Any manifestation is a co-creation. You have a part to play in it. It is magical as it is. It's not magic. Um, it's exactly. yeah. It's not like abracadabra. You know, like oof, I manifested and this. Right, and the thing is that the abracadabra is what we are talking about, right? We're giving right. the steps on how that works. So actually, I wanted to uh, definitely say that the three steps that I generally say magic of quantum physics is how I explain it, but I wanted to make sure I cover that here is that the very first thing, right, your intention is kind of like that background that you need for your what whatever you are desiring, right? Like, right. for example, you want to make a certain amount of money. So you want to make sure that your intention is very clear. Like, why do you want to make that type of money? So right. once you have that, right, why part, then what happens is that you can come back to that why when you're having a whole bunch of uh, challenges right. coming your way because challenges will come your way. It's just the way of life, right? Right. So it helps you to just go back to that. So that's the step number one intention. Then the second one is, that a lot of time you may have to create intermediate steps, right? So maybe like from here to six months from now, you have a certain um, accomplishment milestone where you say that I'm going to make, you know, uh, 70K by that point, And then I'll make 100K by another six months. So you give yourself a intermediate step, which right. helps you focus on that intermediate step. So you're not overwhelmed right. by the next step, right? That was a little, uh, little for you to like, my God, so you, you give yourself that because you're the one who's creating this entire plan for yourself. And then the third thing is what you said earlier is that you have to embed that in your daily life because you are cro- you are crossing the bridge every day, little by little, little by little, and you're getting there. Right, right. I like to think when, you know, when I'm working to manifest something, that that first day that I sit down to... Um, put it, put my intention down, you know, to, to put my, the thing I would like to manifest. I think of that blank sheet of paper as, as like the vastness of the universe, the possibilities. And I'm about to write down something to bring into creation. You know, I, I put that kind of importance on it. And, you know, I think sometimes it's funny because the times I've really, really sat down and daily devoted manifestations it, it, it came into play and it came in it came to happen in such a way it seemed miraculous you know but as it's happening as it's happening it, you're you're riding this wonderful wave right you're, you're you're surfing along it's all good and but you don't realize how much is really happening until it happens you know I went back through my journal and I was looking back at a good year and a half period of my life a few years back and it's crazy what manifested that quickly in that amount of time but it did and at the time I was going through it I knew a lot was happening I knew things were changing I knew all these universal laws and these these magical elements are are, are truly at work in my life but I was dedicated. I, you know, I stayed with it. It was a day. Everything was a daily practice for me. But when I look back on it now, I'm like, wow, that is some crazy shit. That is magic, man. You know, and as, as crazy as that is and as wonderful as that is, it makes me wonder why we don't use that power for everything in our lives. Right, and that's exactly what it is, right? So the quantum manifestation pretty much means that you accept your quantum nature of 
existence, right? And use it every single day. So you live in a flow, like you explain it. When you're living in that flow, that in zone, that feeling that athlete gets, or yeah. people who are breaking the world yeah. record, right? They get that feeling that they're about to do something. Yeah. Exactly. It's very, it's almost like a, you know, it has that, um, what's the word, like better than orgasm, like whatever that word is. Uh, yeah. But that feeling, right? Of euphoria that you feel that you are so much in the flow and you're so much with everything else that you don't, you don't even think at that point about anything because you are in that right. flow. And I think when you start living that life and just imagine when you live that type of life because your law of attraction changes because as you are changing, the reflection is changing, right? So the right. people that come to you is changing. And, and when that all happens, it becomes even easier. Like, I mean, like you and me, for example, right? We both have our own method of manifestation. We both have accomplished a certain level. We know that we can do that. And when we see the light in each other, then we talk. And then within a week, we're doing this podcast. I mean, we just, um, a week week ago, you reach out to me and, and, you know, and, but that's how the magic starts happening because then it's no brainer. Right. It's, It's really amazing. It yeah. is. I'm reading a uh, a wonderful book. It's called Stealing Fire, and it's about the that ecstatic state of flow. It's about mm. being in the zone, you know, and how how when you get into that zone, the madness of the world has no impact on you. Like you are in the God zone, you know. It's exactly. it's a crazy thing, and I can remember points when I've ha- I've experienced that, you know, where. I'm I'm with myself, keeping myself company with with divine, and that's a place to be. That's a cool, cool place to be right there. And it's worth every everybody understanding that no matter where you are in your life, and no matter what's going on, how great or how awful you feel your life is right now, it, you've got to just step off that treadmill for a second and sit down with yourself and and ask yourself, what do I really want? Because a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of us don't really give ourselves that 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 we don't give ourselves that moment because some of us has been raised to believe we're not worthy of it, we're not smart enough for it, we're not pretty enough for it. Whatever the world has fed you, you can walk away from that belief, and you can and you can you can manifest your own reality. You really can. I know it sounds woo-woo a little bit but I, I I don't believe it is I believe it's it's entirely possible I mean we've heard so many crazy success stories of people and it all just started with the fact that they wanted better or they wanted to do better or they wanted to matter and that's manifestation right and it's funny right because when you want to matter and matter is right right matter is in multiple contexts here right Right. but the the thing is we are the co-creator and we have to take the responsibility for the matter part right we can't just and and that's where the victim like um, i have to bring that back right in the beginning when you mentioned that whole thing that messes people up uh, or keeps them away from their manifestation is the fact that they don't give themselves enough credence, right? Because right. they why we have the victim frequency. So I think that that's very important. That self love is the driver for the quantum manifestation. Mm-hmm. Uh, quantum is just because we are quantum species. We are a walking and talking quantum computer ourselves, right? Because we follow the same principle, and that is why we uh, have to understand that how can we leverage that, right, for our 
future and and when you were saying higher power and 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 I know you mentioned that some people have a little challenge with that but the fact of the matter is that you have to agree that you are not just physical being right, right? you are spirit and physical body so once you agree that then the power is the, the power that you yourself have that you are not even aware of it because you don't recognize it because you get distracted by the physical world around right. you and that's the spell right that's the spell word no. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We, you and I could talk about this forever. Um, that I know is true. <laughs> um, but tell everybody how they can find you um, if they're looking for you. And I will also attach uh, your your uh, contact information when I post the podcast. But if you would like to give a shout out for all that, go ahead, Shanaz. Yes, I would love to. So yeah, so the best way to get me is just uh, www.myfirstname, S-H-E-H-N-A-Z, last name, S-O-N-I.com. So it's basically just my first last name.com. And yeah, I mean, I, I, as you can see that this is like my favorite subjects. All of these are, and I have my classes uh, listed there in the workshop. And I do Zoom classes, and if anybody's interested, they can directly contact me via my email address, which is right on the contact side. And I, as I said, I had, me and Kathy can truly talk on this subject. Yeah. And all of I'm thinking about so many other subjects that I would love to talk about because it would be helpful for uh, for people to expand their understanding and for us to talk on it. So, right. Yes. Well, we're working on possibly a collaboration of doing a podcast together in the future. So maybe we will... Uh work more talk about more toward that here in the next few days and get that rolling i think that would be a lot of fun um and 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 you know like i said it it just goes off on its own we haven't scripted any of this today we're just chatting um so that could be fun but guys if if this you know if shanaz is striking a chord with you and you think she could help you with this feel free to reach out to her um, light on method also offer services so you know this is the thing that that Shanaz and I want to share we do similar things but we understand that you know that that thing out there everybody there's something for everybody and there's someone for everybody and we only want you to manifest your best reality with somebody that resonates with you right so yeah. feel free to you know check out check out Shanaz, check out light on method you know see see what resonates with you and her and i are going to team up and do some great things together in the future um but keep in mind this year's coming to an end um this has not been an easy year um you know we've, we've faced our challenges we've the world as a collective has gone through a lot um but we're we've made it to this point you know we're we're, we're going to start a new year it's very important that as many of us as possible started with the right frame of mind and the right intentions. So this was why I felt this was a great podcast for December. Um, sit down with yourself and decide how you can make your life happier and, and better. Because if you can do that for yourself, you're going to do that for your fellow man as well. Because it all starts with the thoughts you think and the intention you put out into the world. Shanaz, do you have anything to say before we sign off? Yeah, I think the one thing that I would leave with is living a dream life is a manifestation and conscious experiencing. And every single one of us have the right to live our dream life. Right. So just take responsibility for your dream life. Because when you take responsibility for your dream life, others will 
as well, and we will be manifesting the heaven on earth. Yeah, which is how it was meant to be, right? Exactly. All right, everybody, listen, do me a favor, go by the website, check it out, and subscribe. It's www.lightonmethod.com. Um, we'll do. We'll have special guests making blog appearances and all sorts of different things there. So go subscribe and check us out. Shanoz, thank you so much. You're a wonderful friend, a lovely woman, and a beautiful spirit. And I, I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Yes. Thank you, Kathy. All right. Thank Na- you. Namaste, everyone.